Just making some noises till I'm sure we're live. And now we are live. It's Tuesday, September 12th, 2023 AD, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. Going to have some cool music to share with you. I'm excited about the music. Um, The innocent children, not so innocent. He's just a child, they say, about 17-year-old tall thug Trayvon Martin. Well, not going to talk about Trayvon. I'm going to talk about actual little children who are evil. Already turned evil. Shameful. Some illegals trekking based Drew Barrymore. I actually titled my episode. Just call me American Anchor Baby with the, with the pre-titled episode. Cool, huh? Based Drew Mar- Barrymore defies the poor innocent victim strikers. The communist female-minded liberal male victims, people on strike and, and female... Well, she has a TV show, like a daytime TV show, and she plays like she's all childlike, innocent, uh, therapy woman. It's kind of cringy, and uh, I like covering stuff like that. So I'm going to share it with you, talking to these stars. (laughs) What a mess. Uh, Poor Jimmy Fallon is is, uh, mean or something like that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Uh, funny stuff. By the way, the VMAs are today, I think. And their women are going to make history. It's ridiculous. Evil Joe makes a thinly veiled reference to January 6th terrorism on 9-11. That's my reading of it. That's my mind. Suspicion. Kind of like they sus- suspected that Trump made a thinly veiled reference to the N-word, as if that's even in Trump's mind. When he talked about and I disavow this. Riggers. <laughs> I didn't know that anybody other than Al Sharpton and dumb lame blacks with dirty minds thought that. But the whole far-left extremist foreign outlet, The Guardian, some writer in The Guardian called it a thinly-veiled reference to the N-word. That's your dirt, supposedly dirty mind, or fun mind, I should call it. Fun, except they're mad about it and they think that it's racist or something. But it's... Trump is not think doesn't think like that. <laughs> Give me a break. So hopefully all that. Hopefully I get to all that and your calls, guys. But anyway, let's get right on. Without further ado, I do whatever is that to the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La la la. So, how you guys doing? I am fine. Do you guys like the uh, new splash screen sort of backgrounds that I've been, that uh, Hassan's been showing for you guys? I like them. 
Day 83 of asking Hake to silkscreen us some mildly attractive t-shirts. <sighs> Is it really only 83 days? Hmm. Hake needs a new intro song. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I didn't even know that Johnny G tuned in. Uh, I'm wearing my Joyful Noise t-shirt. It's not Christian, okay? It's not. And it's not designed by me, okay? I only design Christian stuff. <laughs> it's a... Maybe, like, Jewish? Because they, be- they believe in part of the Old Testament. Part of the Old Testament says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, right? I think. And maybe that's where they got it. But there's not even godly or Christian, this liberal... Uh, record company. That's where I got it. Joyful Noise Recordings. So, so I disavow it, but I like the design. It's cool. Wish I had made it. I will get to your super chat skies as well. I'm so remiss in not getting to them, but I shall make you wait. So hopefully I last until the time at least that I can read your super chats that I missed yesterday and from Friday. Whew. So evil is real, Gregatron. Hang tight, guys. Appreciate you. Even though I don't show it properly. <laughs> uh, terrible. So, don't be fooled. Uh, JLP Talk tweeted this out. The spirit of his mama. Um, I have this. Bad kids. Bad kids is the thieves is the folder, Hassan. Several photos from this. Actually, a clip, too. I want to play clip 22, which I originally played back in August 22nd from a tweet August 21st by Shannon Sharpie or some some spoof uh, Twitter account, X account. Little man was so p-worded that at his dad, mad... You know, ticked at his dad that he walked out to vent. A little 41 second uh, clip. <laughs> Here's a screenshot of him saying, should be losing weight. And so you guys may recall this. I played it before. Uh, here he is sitting on this stand and pacing around on this porch. I guess it's a ring camera footage or security camera footage. And you, it picks up audio, and somebody thought it was cute and shared it out, and he's all cussing. And I bleep out and blank out the cuss words in this subtitled video. You have it ready, Hassan? Let's play this clip 22 just to refresh your memory of another uncute bad kid. Here it is. Man, Terrible. And then he walks back in after he got that off his chest to Satan. His his daddy is already Satan. Can you believe it? And uh, spoiler alert, I think last time, spoiler alert, found when I played this August 22nd, 
found the IG account because I see I saw a logo of Instagram and maybe a user, probably a username. I think he found it the last time. <laughs> Raymond Eleven says Frederica as a youth. <laughs> I disavow that. But anyway, uh, terrible. Didn't he sound kind of like his mother calling lazy N word, fat? Blank. I should throw an egg on his head. I'm having to clean up after him while he plays video games and all that mess. So I covered that. And then it, there was a tip from Pupper Mochi in response to that. And it said, they do start young nowadays. And that brings me to this article here. Look at this. Uh, New York City. Here's the article. Uh, thumbnails or pictures. Screenshots. I don't have a clip of this because it's, I think it's just silent footage. But you see security cam footage screenshot of this little kid, like, sneaking through a doorway in, I guess this is New York City. Yeah, New York City, NYC, child thieves keep targeting bars. Bars. Children are not even supposed to be allowed inside of bars, I thought, depending on the bar. Depending on how family friendly it's supposed to be, you know? Leaving owners overwhelmed, quote-unquote, with thefts. The police can't arrest me. I'm just a kid. And I think it's little black kids, by the way, unsurprisingly. I could be wrong. Maybe they're just a foreigner. But, uh, and this is a news report from New York Post, like I think I mentioned, from out the 10th of September of 2023. Kevin Sheehan. Uh, Joe Marino and Ronnie Reyes. Nice. Article written by men, at least, right? (laughs) Finally. So the story goes, let's see, do I have any? Let's see. There was some interesting uh, statements made in the text of this article. For me, to me, they were interesting. And uh, let's see if I have them. The owner of the Upper West Side bar, terrorized by a gang of thieving children, terrorized, said he was threatened by one of the youngsters. Oh, I forgot to censor the text of this article. So don't show the, don't show number two text. Or you can flash and show it, but the little kids, you don't want the kids to see it. Okay, take it away. Take it away. You already see it. (laughs) I already saw the bad word. Funny, your eye just goes right to the bad word. Just call Hake a Hawkeye for bad words. Jacob Rabinowitz, owner of the Amsterdam Ale. There's a little kid looking at Look at this little black boy. (laughs) Running down some stairs. And there's a circle of him, and it looks like security camera footage. So I think it's safe to assume that he's doing something bad or just did something bad or is about to. Jacob Rabinowitz, perhaps not a Christian, owner of the Amsterdam Ale House, was at the bar West 76th Street Saturday night when he, sp- he said when he spotted one of the children who robbed his patrons back in February. 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 Panhandling outside his business. Rabinovitz told the Post. He chased the boy. Not the Washington Compost, the New York Post. Not as evil as Washington Compost necessarily, I guess. He chased the boy away and went on to warn other businesses about the child which is when the youngster allegedly threatened him. He said he was going to beat my A word. Rabinovitz called, recalled on uh, Sunday, per this report. 
It was this little kid telling me that. <laughs> and look at this place. I think this is uh, one of the bars. Stone Street Tavern, located in the financial... Look at that cute little place, or something. Attractive. Wouldn't you like to visit there? Watch out for those kids. This is like those foreign countries where the little kids are scammers and thieves. You know those foreign countries, like... I don't even know. India, or places like that. <laughs> Basically, any of these third world or second world communist countries... Tiny bandits hit over the last eight months. New York City's financial district. Mochi Pupper is the one who, Pupper Mochi, hopefully that's not a bad thing, is the one who tipped JLP about that, and I spotted his reply. Here's another, here's one story. At 8.30 p.m. last Monday at uh, Lexington Public, which is a pub, right? A pub is a bar, right? Something like that. Lexington Avenue and East 97th Street. If you know New York City, I don't. One little thief got, a, got about $700 in petty cash from the safe, said the bar's manager. Show uh, number six. Look at this kid. I don't know. If, and it's uh, censored because he's a minor, so you censor his face even though he's a criminal. <laughs> He's wearing this t-shirt that says, why not you? Stylish, little man. Can I touch your hair? (laughs) That's a reference to the Jesse Lee Peterson show about whites wanting to touch black people's hair back in the day. A young boy was caught on surveillance video leaving a private area at the Lexington Public with a K, bar, CK. It is unclear if the same children are involved in all of the incidents, but several of the Manhattan bar workers said they appear to be. Stone Street Tavern manager asked to be remain to remain anonymous. Said the kids, as in children, not baby goats, seemed at first like normal children selling chocolate. Don't buy chocolate from the children, and accompanied by their mothers, evil mothers. Am I right? <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, show number seven. Here's another bad kid. Maybe the same kid. I don't know. Look at him, he's wearing shorts and uh, socks and sandals, I think. Looks like he's wearing sandals. Yeah, yeah, sandals. And a t-shirt kind of tucked into his shorts. Hey, little man, coming from a little basketball practice. Caught on camera after clearing out a safe in the Upper West Side bar. They're hitting multiple... Okay, so... uh, Here's what one manager, the manager I mentioned, who wanted to be anonymous. The lads... The lads will pretend to go downstairs to the bathroom. I'm putting an accent on them. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. That's where the, all, all the offices in the rooms that are for employees only, the manager noted. And they go right for the employees' purses or bags or coats or wallets or whatever they could find. They're hitting multiple places on the same day. Like, uh, like the day they stole the purse. At the, go back to the black and white bad kid. <laughs> Number seven, I think. Look at that guy. Mo- they're hitting multiple places the same day they stole the purse, Stone Street Tavern. They had two other places earlier, he, s- he said. Manager recalled the situation. Really, really sad. You liberal. You said you want to cry about it? And, they s- and that even if his employees kick the children, don't kick the children, kick the children out, they always return, sometimes just 20 minutes later. Terrible. 
Rabinovitz, another guy, right, the owner, first guy, I guess, expressed similar exhaustion over the apparent futility. Okay, now you can go to number eight again. Uh, apparent futility of trying to stop the young bandits, saying an officer, as in a cop, told him on Sunday there was nothing the cops could do when he said that he alerted him to the children's child's presence outside his pub. See, that's Lexington Public, CK. It's a pub. 700 taken from his safe, one of the little thieves. We small business owners are feeling overwhelmed by this constant barrage of petty theft, he said. It seems impossible to keep them away, and it's frustrating that nothing is being done about it, he said. Uh, And you know, over here in California, which has the same evil mindset as evil liberal New York, pro-crime New York, anti-business New York, right? Somewhat anti-business, right? Anti-good sense, right? They made it, they tried... They passed this bill that all the Sikhs, the Sikhs, S-I-K-H-S, were protesting, don't pass this bill. We need to be able to protect our businesses and we can't afford hiring security men. They're picketing in, New- in California. I covered this earlier this week, I think, right? Or yesterday, or maybe last week. Uh, it's again, They're trying to make it against the law for employers to force employees to protect their, or to fight against the shoplifters, or prevent shoplifting. (sighs) You know, for this, supposedly for the safety of the uh, employees. I could imagine that it could be quite unsafe. Jacob, Rabinovitz, 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 Rabinovitz. Yes, GMD Jim. (laughs) Lady C, Sal, I disavow you. Why not kick the children? Sounds like that's what they need. No. A good hard swat with a wooden spoon. Public uh, caning. Something needs to be done. Back in the, in, in the old school Muslim days, uh, they used to, and I disavow this, of course, take a hand. Remember the movie Aladdin? I knew about it before the movie Aladdin, the Disney cartoon movie, where he stole something or his monkey stole something. And they were going to chop his hand off if you steal. Just enforce the law, says Charlie Church, shrugging emoji. Yeah. No, black abortion clinics are not based. That's not, it's not the answer. You're just spreading more crime. So show some of the bad kids one more time just to look at these bad. Some people call them bad A-word kids. I disavow that. I guess. Just for this show's sake, anyway. I shouldn't even bring that up. Look at that! <laughs> so cute! But they're criminals. And I knew that people were bad. Kids were bad when I was a kid. Fourth grade. My, some of my worst friends were... The poorer Mexican kids were cussing and being all dirty. Even... Maybe even... Maybe even second grade a little. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to tell you. Too legit. Too legit to quit. And then somebody, okay. Okay, see, there's a bad kid too. Cussing. Except he cleans the house. And he only daydreams about, with Satan, about wanting to throw an egg on his dad's head. Terrible, huh? Ooh. 
Okay, let's move on. The, uh, the, the illegals trekking and caravanning. I happened to cross a couple of videos from this reporter, war correspondent of all things, on Twitter, Michael Yon. Y-O-N is apparently his last name. I don't know what that is. Asian or something, maybe? Ooh. Uh, Panama Today, according to this guy, about 4,000 illegal aliens. I have a couple of screenshots of tweets and a couple of uh, clips here. Illegal aliens made it through the Darien Gap en route or en route to the United States. This does not include many other inputs other than Darien Gap. Darien Gap is way down there. Panama. Panama is like, what, the bridge from Central to South America or something like that, right? Look at that. There's a whole lot of men, grown adult men who could probably take care of themselves where they are, but no. Estamos en el norte, they want to go. They want to be like, estamos en el norte. We want to spend money. <laughs> I made this video at Lajas Blancas camp. I wonder what Lajas is. Anybody know? Of course you do. Sp- Spanish speakers listening to Hake. Lajas. Translate. Slabs. Oh. White slabs or blank slabs or something like that. Uh, so, and then... Uh, so here's clip 21A of this little caravan thing with these big old army trucks. But instead of, uh, like, army men, they're bringing military-aged men. And, and I think I see some women and children. 4,000-plus illegal aliens, he said. <sighs> en route to the United States, according to Michael Yon, Y-O-N. So uh, listen to this. Just, uh, or watch, if you can. You'll hear the trucky trucks and dogs barking, and hopefully there's no cussing in Spanish here. Let's do it. Check it out. Thumbs up. These guys, all shameless. Terrible. And another truck with I don't know what. And another big old truck. Look at that thing. He said 4,000 plus of these invaders. He's calling them illegal aliens. Look, men, a couple of women, and some children. Oddly, it's mostly men, isn't it? Invading America and Europe and elsewhere. Terrible, in my opinion. And then what? Look at this one. Uh, a little screenshot. Um, also illegal. Illegal money woman, <laughs> allegedly. Citizen Free Press tweeted this out and shared Michael Yon's other video here that I'm about to play for you. A little 10-second clip. Uh, Kingpins of the migrant cartel trade. Boss lady covers up an open cash deal at a migrant camp. Yes, and I censor it because she's all dressed like a uh, like those one of those old school, uh, you know, those women who do those things at saloons or whatever upstairs. In the movies. I don't know. Uh, Covers up an open cash deal at a migrant camp. 
yesterday in Lajas Blancas in Darien, or Darien, I guess you would pronounce it that way, Panama, journalist Michael Yon. And uh, Michael Yon tweeted this video out and said, be, and people replied, be careful, man. He has more. So here's this little clip. I played it. I play it once and then I play it in slow mo right after. And I'm censoring the, uh, the, <laughs> censoring for the children. <laughs> Thanks for censoring for the children, Hank. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a man. I'm pretty sure it's not a man. Cleavage denied. Yes. I censored the immodestly dressed young lady with the painted on eyebrows or whatever. And shout out to the ladies with the painted on eyebrows and, Immodest women. So here's the uh, clip 21B. Check it out. Look at all that. I think that's American cash too. And she notices and covers it up. She doesn't cover up her other part that she should be covering up. Oh, shameful. Shameless, I mean. With a notebook. And this guy, guy with shorts and a uh, tattoos all over his arms. And she has like a smirk on her face. That's definitely a man, Hake. You think everybody's a man, wrinkle hands, bing bong? <laughs> or you say it. <laughs> I didn't start cussing till seventh grade. Says I want to go fast. Yeah, I know. The, and, and so that... Some of my friends, the good kids, didn't start cussing till high school or after. <laughs> Hairline is wild. Oh, yeah, when you tie your hair back, you stress your... I heard that you... From some movie, some male told some female that when you, <laughs> when you uh, tie your hair back, you're stretching out, messing up your eye, eye uh, your, not your eye, your forehead. <sighs> money, money, money. And I heard these NGOs are encouraging these be evil people. Evil, probably worse, uh, NGOs, non-government organizations. So sick, huh? So I want to get to based Drew Barrymore, but I want to <laughs> want to get to uh, a call or two guys. Traction alopecia says spoiler alert. Yeah, it could be <sighs> wider than Hake's shoulders. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> Stop that. Uh, William in California is on the line. William, thanks for calling, man. How you doing? Hey, good morning. How you doing, James? I'm doing fine, thank you. That's good. Um, this little kids, man. Um, Thieves. That's terrible. Yeah. How old are these little kids? Yep. How old are these little children? They look uh, like... Are they robbing people, really? They're, they're sneaking around stealing, so they're not, like, sticking them up, necessarily. They will, like, yeah. they'll sneak around and pickpocket, maybe... Or yeah. worse, they'll go down into the employee's area and st steal from the uh, yeah. the safe. I don't know how they got into the safe and people's right. wallets and coats and purses and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah. Awful. Well, who is raising these little these little kids? Uh, I'm hearing my I'm hearing my show come back. Make sure you turn off I, the show. I, I just turned it off. Okay. I just flipped it. Do it across. Listen, I want to say it's mothers, but I have no idea. That's that's incredible. my speculation. Yeah, yeah, that's my speculation as well. 
And while we, on this subject, it is a major problem if you have children that young in your community uh, behaving this way. Um, I challenge anybody. I just told Sean, we're showing this. It should be addressed. It is a problem. I'm sure you and I can agree with that. Can we, 005? We can agree that that's a problem, right? Yeah, we can indeed. Okay. So I challenge anybody black to call into this show and address this problem instead of trolling James and his <laughs> show. I yeah. challenge anybody black right now. I know they got some sensible blacks out there. They'll do it. But I, I want the unsensible ones to call in and address this problem without saying, what about the whites? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what happens when you say that? You don't address the problem. Yeah. <sighs> oh, by the way, uh, JFK married Jacqueline Bouvier today in 1954. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, we got some help with uh, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler's got. Yeah, he's. Uh, they're is that Aerosmith? No more touring. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, vocal cords are damaged. Wow. Those guys are getting up there anyway, him, Ozzy Osbourne, and all of them. Yeah. Getting up there in age, you know. But uh, your show Friday was a great show, but then you had three calls in a row at the end. There was somebody that sounded like he was on heroin. Oh. And you, I, I don't, don't pick up on that. You, or not. Yeah. you remember that guy, right? Mm, I'll, have to, I'll have to look back at my uh, call list. Yeah. To see. Yeah, the last three callers, they were hilarious. Nice. And... Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you set this up and stage it, man. But you just can't make this stuff up, man. <laughs> I was on the floor, rolling, laughing. You're not talking about maze, are you? <laughs> I don't do that right. because that's somebody's wife. Yeah, and women, and mother, and also challenging my me, and also my favorite caller. It's not a good thing. Let me let me explain something to you. Oh, I, I think you might have been talking about John from Michigan, who drooled a lot. You don't understand. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah that ooh, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. No, I don't. I don't address having confrontation with other people's wives. Right and on. They actually need a man to deal with me. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't even acknowledge that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, I just want to know why is it that we always talking about, especially the blacks? Why do they always say what about the whites? Yeah, silly. When you're addressing something that's obviously a problem. Yep. And who's raising these kids? That's the number one thing. Um, show me a Democratic-ran city in the United States of America that's ran by a black mayor that's doing good. Uh, I can't. Tick-tock. Yeah. You can't, can't point it out, can you? No, sir. Well, all that in your calls. <laughs> nice to hear Let's from you, Let's move these wheels and get on about our business and have a good day. All right. You as well, man. Take All right. Care. Take care. All right. GMD Jim says, did Hake just say based Drew Barrymore? Yes, I did. <laughs> and that's actually the title of my show today, at least the pre-titled title. I don't think I'll be changing it, hopefully, depending on how this segment goes. So, yes, I say based <laughs> Drew Barrymore. 
I've been wanting to cover this gal ever since I saw a clip of her. She, I didn't even know she had a talk show, right? But I was perusing, scrolling through Twitter, I guess, and I see this picture of her sitting all cross-legged on this sofa couch right next to her guest, facing directly at her guest, facing her. I think it's a woman, right? Who was a guest of this woman. She's an actress. She was a child actress. I gather from this article that I was reading last night, too long for me to read the whole thing, that she was in E.T., you know, extra ter- the extraterrestrial Steven Spielberg movie from, I think, the 80s. Maybe the 70s, but I think the 80s. Ouch. You know, the guy with the shiny, the bright light finger that heals people and the people came in. And, and some of us who took Spanish in high school uh, saw, Eh, te, telefono a homo. No, he didn't say homo. He said a casa or something like that. I don't know. And you saw only segments of it because your class is like an hour long. Uh, I don't even know if I ever sat and watched the whole movie ever. But I guess she was in that. She was a, a precocious young girl. Came from good stock or whatever like that. Her grandpa, anyway. Uh, and she was in all these movies, and I don't know. She was mildly attractive gal. Purportedly white, maybe not normal white. Certainly not used and promoted by normal whites and just... Some very unchristian things in her, uh, in her past, anyway. And she's all act, just sitting there, all, all like she's so interested in this person. <laughs> so fake. But it made me want to cover her. So I have a couple of, a few clips to share with you. Clip 23A. This is Obama lover George Clooney, another actor. And I call him Obama lover because he was all pro-Obama back when Obama was in office or going into office. And he has, he's looking all old with these eye bags under his eyes, like hay cash. <laughs> Except he's like 10, 20 years old than me, right? He, he writes letters to his wife. Is his wife Muslim? Is he part Muslim? George Clooney? I don't know. He looks interesting. He looks like he's part something. And his wife's name is Amal. So anyway, here's Drew Barrymore TV tweeted this out. George Clooney still writes letters to his wife, Amal. Uh, yellow heart emoji. Hashtag Drew slash D rewind. Drew wind. Rewind. 24 seconds. Hit it. And he called me up and he said, there's a girl coming to your house that you're going to marry. And I was like, you're an idiot. You know, that's not going to happen. And then in comes Amal. And we st- uh, we stayed up all night talking, and then oh, really? I started writing her. You wrote her? A bunch of letters. Like on pen and paper? Yeah. <gasps> we still write letters. You still write letters? We leave them on the pillow. Terrible, huh? She's all stricken by the fact that he, oh, how romantic woman type thinking. You ladies, shout out to the ladies. What a simp, says Lady Seesaw. Except she didn't use that voice. Because Lady Seesaw doesn't have a deep voice. I like a deep-voiced woman, but... Anyway. Um, so he still writes letters to her. I knew that's... W- Liberal confirmed. Now it makes sense that he loves Obama so much. Makes me want to spit. And uh, 
here she is talking to some woman. Uh, I'm glad my mom died author Jeanette McCurdy talks to Drew, a woman named Drew. You do the math. Barrymore about telling the truth. And she sought this woman out. Telling your truths or spreading mess? You tell me. Uh, talks to Drew about, quote unquote, telling the truth. This is not telling the truth, I don't think, that they're actually talking about. So here's a minute and 14 seconds of her talking to this Jeanette McCurdy. McCurdy. Is that an Irish name? Not a normal white. But anyway, here's the, here's the clip. Does someone have to die in order to be able for us to tell our truths? I think we our at least have truths. to write as if they have died, which is that old saying, right? Like, write as if everyone you know is dead. Um, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who said it, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's like a, I, I think it's a saying. I don't think I just coined it. I don't, I've never heard it before. I've definitely heard, like, write as if no one's reading it or dance as if nobody's watching. I mean, by the way, that's the new mug being sold on shelves. <laughs> I'm actually asking honestly. Yeah. Like, do I have to wait to tell all my truths? I don't know if I can do it because certain hmm. people are alive. I understand. I, my thought on that is I think if saying the truth ends a relationship, I think it's probably a relationship that needed to end, I guess. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it, it does. It probably, there was probably some painful, uncomfortable truth that was just needing to be expressed for a long time. And if saying that, out loud is going to end the relationship. I think it's probably better off not being in a person's life. That woman with her shaky voice. I don't even know who Jeanette McCrady is, but she sought her out because she wrote this book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Terrible, huh? Uh, Isn't it awful when two women talk about wisdom or something like that? She has a... uh, that shaky woman voice. Shaky, nervous woman voice. Telling my truths. Mess. Some of that stuff, I think, a man would tell her, a wise man, a simple wise man, would say, no, keep it to yourself. Suffer in silence. Overcome it in silence. Don't be... Getting it off, get that's not the type of stuff you need to get off your chest, whatever stuff that is, you know. Okay, last one, last little clip, uh, before I get into this long article, and hopefully, I don't spend too long on it. Clooney is related to Abe Lincoln, honest Abe. So, in other words, he's a communist. <laughs> wow, <sighs> okay, Katie Holmes, remember that one? He is, she's <laughs> he, not he, not he. Katie Holmes is another actress woman, right? Female actress woman, which is super redundant. Who was married, I guess, to that Tom Cruise guy, and he he got on top of the couch for Oprah's show, and he's like, yes, that's her, right? She was with him. I don't even get the attraction to her. And now she's all old and has a nose ring, by the way. So she talks to Drew Barrymore, and she's all, oh, you inspire me as a woman, is like the implication, I think. I didn't know you could be your own producer. So here's this little 35-second clip, 
And then look at her, this what this fake, innocent, childlike, uh, affectionate reaction that Drew Barrymore gets. She gets up off her chair, goes all the way over to the other couch and says, Really? And they do a hug. And the other one says, It's true. These women. So I'm hating on this show. But I still like based Drew Barrymore. And Katie Holmes is okay, I guess. So here's the clip. Uh, 23C. You know, I'm such a fan of yours. And... And everything that you've done in your career has been like an inspiration, and and, and you and it gives me confidence because it's like, oh, you, when you started face. producing, it was like, oh, we can do that. Women can do that. We can. And Women. so, thank you. I mean, we're all, you just Look at you <laughs> give so much. So. <laughs> Look at that outfit too. Yes, Terrible yes, outfit. Yes. Look, they're hugging. Yes. Fake hug. Why is she wearing a blazer? It's true. And then the feel-good thing at the end. Shout out to uh, Drew Barrymore. I guess she is my competitor. (laughs) So, very long article about Drew Barrymore. I'll see if I can plow through it. There's this article that I saw, I think in Pocket. Pocket shared this. You know, far left Pocket. Pocket, Firefox, Mozilla... Un, very anti-Christian, very pro-LGBTIQ, but that's a side note, unrelated to this article, hopefully. Drew Barrymore is figuring it out live. And I have a bunch of photos from this. New York Magazine has this section or article or outlet they call Vulture. And it's funny because I have these pictures of Drew Barrymore with Vulture on top of it. So she's a Vulture. <laughs> Do not be fooled by this Vulture woman. But... And this is not even getting to her uh, being based. Well, the end of it is about her being based. And this came out in June of this year, 2023 AD. Poor lost, nutty, evil lady. And uh, this is August, right? No. Yes, this is September. And it came out yesterday that she's defying the strikes now because she's starting her show again amid the writer's strike. So any writer's scabs who are doing their... who are working on her show are in violation of the union strike rules. And she pretended like she was supporting the strikes, but she's not pro-victim. So anyway, here she is in her walk-in closet in this article headline picture screenshot. She's sitting all cross-legged like, a, like the, one of those Eastern meditation people. All has this therapist who's all into Carl Jung, J- J-U-N-G. And interesting, this article is by E. Alex Jung, and he's an Asian. I don't think it's pronounced Jung for his sake. And uh, Drew Barrymore is figuring it out live. Her radically intimate, and this is a male writing this, by the way, Asian male, but her radically intimate daytime show is as much therapy for her as it is for her guests, writes, gushes this E. Alex Jung, male, Asian-looking writer, And I don't have any pictures of him. It's just mentioning that. A feature is wider for New York, Mag, and Vulture. So, uh, article out June 5th, 2023. (laughs) Okay. So let me go through and see the stuff that I found remarkable from her article. 
And you can just kind of show pictures of her. She has these pictures of her in the shower, but but they cover up the part. But I cover up even extra because they don't cover quite enough for my taste. In fact, even that sensor is not enough. Too much shoulder. Too much shoulder. Look at her tr- trying to look like she's all cute and childlike. You're not cute and childlike. <laughs> You're cute and phony. Like a phony, cute, fake, cute, childlike woman. Okay, so she has this small walk-in. Okay, she had a big event of the day, an interview with Jennifer Garner, another actress woman, another divorced, apparently this lady's divorced, whose birthday Barrymore wanted to celebrate Drew Barrymore. She describes Jennifer Garner as a woman who really saved her. In 2016, soon after Drew Barrymore divorced Will Copelman, 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 K-O-P-E-L-M-A-N, don't know if that's a Christian male. Her husband of four years and father of her two children. So she divorced this dude, typical woman, right? And uh, took her cho- his children. Shout out Tom Green, says Hassan. Is that the guy from, like, Green Day or, or Blink-182 or something like that? Tom Green? No, he's a comedian. Oh, and he married her too? I'm pretty sure they were married. Or they were together at least. They were definitely together, but I, I'm pretty sure they were married. Okay. He's a comedian. Yeah, he had like one of the first Mick shows on MTV. Oh, like Nickelodeon? Oh, Mick? Mick like Mick show. Like, Mick um, shows. Yeah, like uh, yeah, comedy Mick show. Or- okay. And so she leaves a trail of, of dead men <laughs> behind her. <laughs> not dead. Not literally dead, I don't think. Tom DeLonge is Blink-182, says Sean. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. I only know Christian music. Look at her in his city bike. I didn't know that city bike was related to city bank. City bike is what the white pregnant woman, allegedly white, uh, cried, help, help, when the blacks, the black immigrant was trying to do scam the bike, city bike system because they have a shortage of city bikes in one city like Chicago or somewhere. And he was like, no, that's my bike. And she tried to rent it out from under him. Because he was babysitting. You can't babysit. But she was trying to babysit. She has a city bike and she has her feet up. Uh, and she's like wearing pajamas and a green like army coat and mouth all wide like she's a little girl having cute fun. And has uh, hiking boots or Uggs or some type of hefty boot shoe slipper thing on. And there's a basket on that city bike seat. I don't even know where she lives. But it's a blurry picture. So uh, she says that Jennifer Garner saved her because Jennifer Garner, an actress woman, had a separation from Ben Affleck, an actress man. And they have children together, too. Broke up that family, woman in divorce and mess. So Drew Barrymore saw Jennifer Garner as a model of how to comport yourself in public. So anyway. She has a small walk-in closet in her bedroom, slanted ceiling, pink flamingo wallpaper. You probably saw that at the beginning of the, with this article headliner. With affirmations and aphorisms, whatever that is. She has written, today is the day you start trusting yourself. Spiritual superhero. Oh, look at her. She has these. Look, she has. <laughs> We're judging her, right? Oh, yes. Um, PJs on pajama pants with polka dots. And slippers on in a diner. And that coat thing. 
fake carefree mess. And she also has written on her inside walk-in closet where she meditates, permission heart emoji. Listen to my body and soul treat myself as the mother I needed. Do not beat myself up. Her meditation room, her room of revelations. And, he br- and she brought this male Asian writer for Vulture magazine into the room with her, I think, or showed it to him. So it talks about her grandfather was a famous person and his siblings, I guess. But her father was supposedly John Drew Barrymore, an actor with moderate success, flamed out by the time she was born, meaning he, uh, he burned out, I guess, or he was, his career petered out. He was an abusive drunk who abandoned her mother, Il- Ildiko Jade Barrymore. Don't ask me what that is. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Some of you guys probably know more than I do. Her first memory of her father when she was three years old is supposedly the time he stormed in and tossed her into a wall. I laugh, but it's bad, right? It's not, that's not good. Don't throw your three-year-old daughter into a wall. He would do things like hold her hand over a candle, according to her, and say that pain is in the imagination. Wow. Tough dad. No wonder she's so tough. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not good, right? Necessarily. Sounds crazy. He would usually reappear when he needed money. He became an itinerant eccentric. Houseless, meaning homeless, and shoeless. He didn't have shoes. Using lemons and olive oil to bathe. Wow. Talk about someone who was not a careerist. He, he, I will burn this, oops, dynasty to the ground. She cusses. Jai, Jade, Jade? J-A-I-D, her tenacious mother-manager, treated her like a friend and client. She would go to industry parties, nightclubs, limelight, blah, blah, blah. She dated Drew Barrymore's boyfriends. After Barrymore posed naked in Playboy in 1995, Jade followed suit later that year as Drew's S-wordy mom. Gross. With no one to say no, Drew was uninhibited. Blah, 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 blah. Firestarter movie, something like that, when she was eight. I have never seen any of these movies. She had her first beer at Rob Lowe's 20th birthday party. Rob Lowe, I've heard of him. He's in, like, these commercials now, right? And he's supposedly been around a long time. And made out with his 12-year-old stepbrother. Ugh. She started doing cocaine when she was 12 and loved how it allowed her to soar above my depression and sadness, according to her. Forced into rehab by his, her mother, Jade. And then she was taken out of rehab to film some movies. <laughs> Oh, that's not good. That's not funny. When she got out, she lived with David Crosby and his wife and married and lived with another uh, woman and her. Uh, see, there's the, there's the room with all these affirmations and notes to herself. All orderly, by the way. Candles, sitting cross-legged, all phony. <laughs> her interviews often sound like therapy, like she's more life coach than journalist. What she has created is not only a safe space for celebrities to open up, but one where her aura of relatability, oh, she's so relatable, which she kind of is, extends to her guests. They can be seen as flawed, empathetic people, meaning liberals, emotional liberals, who are just trying to figure spoop out. This guy cusses in the middle of it, figure spoop out, terrible. I'm reading this man's article, this person who's doing this feature on her, right? 
She doesn't press for details because she knows what it's like to be hounded about your personal life, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the most intense conversations have revol- revolved around complexity of mother-daughter relationships. Her own mother is a wound that's never really healed. Her attitude toward her father softened as she got older. A typical based. See, that's why I call. I knew I called her based for a reason. <laughs> she likes her father a little bit better now. Well, he's dead. I just understood what an incapable human being he was. When he was diagnosed with multiple myeloma, whatever that is, she paid for his hospice care until he died in 04. Then she, oh, this part's gross. She spread his ashes around Joshua Tree. Thanks a lot, you sick lady. Meanwhile, she and her mother never really fully reconciled since she left the house at 14. That's right, she got her, she emancipated herself at age 14. Uh, she still supports her mother financially. I know that must be so hard for my mom. It's like she gets all the heartache and he gets given a free ticket because she likes her father now, even though none of these dead. She personally pursued that interview that I meant that I showed you guys where can you, can, do we have to wait until the person dies to tell our truths? My, my truths? Jeanette McCurdy, former Nickelodeon star. Oh, I didn't know that. She was in Nickelodeon Children's Channel. It's degenerate now. Probably was back then too. Published the memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Interesting title, huh? These women hate their mothers. In which she explicitly names and reckons with an abusive parental mother relationship. This interview in particular, but also one with Brooke Shields, another actress woman, right? Brooke Shields, heard of her, right? I've heard of her. Famously complicated relationship with her momager, mother manager, Terry Shields, T-E-R-I. Gives a feeling we're witnessing Drew Barrymore hash out her own relationship on her show. You can show different pictures of this gal. But there she is with this candles around her inside this walk-in closet. It's not that big of a walk-in closet. Um, she and her team decided not to conduct the McCurdy interview for broadcast with a live studio audience, audience. So no laugh lines, no playing to the camera. But it did so well online that producers cut it to a run on TV. Interesting, huh? Uh, do I have to wait to tell all my truths? She asked that McCurdy woman. Nickelodeon star hating her. Look at her, she's brushing her teeth. Maybe I should have censored part of this picture. She's acting like she's all cute and still mildly attractive. <laughs> ah, she's, come on, she's mildly attractive. I like how I left Vulture there at the top. We're, look, we're looking at pictures of this gal. Speaking of gal, I'm going to talk to my favorite gal shortly after the break coming up here. Um, I don't know if I can do it because certain people are still alive. Tell my truths. And that McCurdy woman said, if, if saying the truth ends a relationship, it's a relationship that needed to end, I think. I, was, I realized I was more concerned with how to keep my mom looking good than I was with expressing my true emotional reality. That's not reality, woman. <laughs> anyway, I don't think... Okay, I'm having an aha moment. Oh, these women! (laughs) Aha moment. Where's my spittoon? Uh, Maybe it's protectiveness in that I feel. I've never put it in those terms. Okay, so here's the part that I like. Uh, She has an anti-victim mentality. Based! (laughs) A very low bar for based, right? 
Uh, on the episode with Brooke Shields, they both wrestle with how their experiences didn't fit neatly into the Me Too mold. Me Too is smearing the men by women and gays. Smearing the men for having R-wording, allegedly them, or S-wordually assaulting them, allegedly. They had complicating feeling, complicated feelings about the inappropriate, quote-unquote, experiences they had growing up. Because she was S-word, let. You know, slut. Don't say that, kids, too much. It was difficult to parse what they were accountable for. As as Drew Barrymore sees it, the stuff that that happened to her as a kid is about survival, not tragedy. It's part of the arc that brought her here. I choose very consciously not to see my life as things that have been done to me, she says. I want to see it as things I did and chose to do. I'm not attracted to people who lay blame on others. I don't find it S-wordy. Nice. Right on. <laughs> Based. Uh, she thrived in the hero- as the heroine in Never Been Kissed, which I didn't see. Going the Distance, never heard of it. 51st Dates, I heard that was degenerate. And more. In those films, she was free to express one of the most relatable emotions, love, and maybe more accurately, the desire to be in love. Woman. The yearning came, blah, 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 blah. Luke Wilson is an actor related to Owen Wilson. I guess he's the little brother of Owen Wilson. He, but except Luke Wilson has the same messed up nose. And I, shout out to the ne- messed up nose. I think it's cool looking. But, uh, but he has darker hair. He met her f- for the first time or met her on a chemistry read for some movie. And he, brought her, he bought her a bouquet of daisies because he heard that he, he read somewhere she loved them. And they filled, filmed an S-word scene. And then he was smitten. See all these degenerate Hollywood people doing these S-word scenes? Or shower scenes? And then they fall in fake, evil, fallen state, mama spirit love? Like that Amber Heard gal? Somebody in the chat said Amber Heard used to leave messages on the, on the, <laughs> on the bed. It's a reference to her going, allegedly, number two on a, the Pirates guy actor's bed. Terrible. <sighs> she hypnotized him. Ooh, crazy. So a few weeks after this, this uh, writer of this article interviewed her, she sent him a text saying, I texted my mom for her birthday, and he, she texted it like a poem. New line. And she told me she loved me. New line. And she was proud of me. New line. I don't care how old you get, new line, or how big your mission is, new line. When your mom tells you, new line, she loves you, new line, you revert back to small. This woman thinks she's all cute and childlike. (laughs) Uh, And the fact she loves me, new line, with my truth and my honesty, I'm not going to say new line anymore because it's annoying, is the best time I have ever heard her say it. So isn't that nice? Okay, so new last quick thing. I know we're at the top of the hour, guys. Almost done with this. I'm not going to spend two hours on Drew Barrymore. She's supporting scabs! Based scabs! Scabs are people who break lines with the union, the strike line, and start to work for the man. Nice. Or is she? I don't even know. WJGA East. I think I have this tweet. It's the first, uh, it's like zero or one or something like that. WGA strike 
Writers Guild of America East tweeted, the at Drew Barrymore TV show is a WGA, Writers Guild of America, I guess, covered struck show that is planning to return without its writers. The Guild has and will continue to picket struck shows, they're striking against them, that are in production during the strike. Any writing on the Drew Barrymore show is in violation of the WGA strike rules. Well, good for her! Somebody's all, Drew, please respect the WGA and their hard work. They're not working hard. They're not working at all. They're striking. That's the opposite of work. They're being lamos. <laughs> I mean, so are... It's evil versus evil. As I've said, the communist unions against the commie capitalist corporations, you know, these uh, Hollywood, and... Uh, and they're only going to be hurting themselves, basically. And somebody, oh, the same woman, Violetta Zinoni, said, I'm so glad I don't have to watch the Drew Barrymore show. The strike something something, what? I'm not even sure what that says. Strike rules are a good idea. I don't want writers to be taken advantage of. Okay, and then I have 1B replies. It's a travesty that, any, that they call any of what happens on that show, quote-unquote, written. Well, that's a, I see that as a good thing. I like a uh, spontaneous conversation. She interviewed, uh, she interviewed Michelle Obama, and like maybe they hashed out some ideas before it show, the show, but it was kind of unscripted. Annalisa Fernandez tweeted, end of her sweet and innocent branding. No, yeah, because now she's based. <laughs> I'm done. You happy? Hey, you can all take a breath of fresh air because we're going to listen to some beautiful music before I get to Maze. We're past the top of the hour, guys. It's time for some uh, rap. Christian rap. I was listening to this in like fourth grade, fifth grade or so. Uh, This is Attitude by Stephen Wiley. Remember Stephen Wiley? Rated highly. This is from the 1990 album Rhythm and Poetry. That's what rap means. Rhythm, A-R, and a poetry. P-R-A-P, poetry. Rhythm and poetry. That's what it is. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't know if that's really what it is. But it's Attitude. It's the opening track. I hope you enjoy it. I know I do. And I'll be right back for the rest of our two. Hang tight and enjoy Stephen Wiley. Be right back. <laughs> Now ladies, I've seen you in the beauty salon cutting hair off 
and glue it in on brushing your hair into the latest style i rap about you for a while facing on your fingernails ready to attack of the nearest male you got the look rehearse the mood you think you've got the attitude It moves so fast. So you're wanting through all your cash. Applying the stuff it takes to prove you really got the attitude. You know it's never gonna last. Right now, it's gonna be the best. The attitude you've got today is only gonna fade away. But there are things that never change. Today, tomorrow, forever the same. I'm gonna rap about the dude who's really got the attitude. I love this song. I wanted to share it with the girl I had a crush on in second grade, fourth grade, fifth, third. You may not notice what he wears, instead you see how much he cares. Serving God his claim to fame, a helping hand is the middle name. He doesn't got to crack off Hey, no gossip. love and the Holy Ghost. Walking bold, talking smooth. You know he's got the attitude. <laughs> so good. This music will make you an NWA. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Why am I blushing? She's he's black. <laughs> I saw a lady. The other day, teaching children how to pray in a circle Aww. on the ground. Children red, black, white, yellow, and brown. Moving closer to listen in, I heard her <laughs> praying once again. Give us grace that we can prove to all the world your attitude. So good. To my group, want to know about this attitude? You say it's not my car, my hair, my clothes. Then what is it? Because I want to know how do I get it? Where do I begin? I said, open your heart and let Jesus in. You're not living till you've met the dude. His name is Jesus. He's the attitude. Jesus is the attitude. <laughs> so good. He is straight. This is the original Christian rapper, by the way. You guys just don't know. I like this part. Jesus the attitude. Jesus the attitude. Jesus the attitude. Jesus is the attitude. Jesus is the attitude. Jesus is the attitude. Jesus is the attitude.
Wow. So good. Am I right? <laughs> well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. Before I get to my favorite caller, I got to get to uh, Super Chats, guys. I am remiss in not getting to the Super Chats from yesterday and even from Friday, actually. Believe it or not, there was one from Friday that I am remiss in not reading. Over on, uh, what's it called? Whatever. Uh, Streamlabs, Gregatron donated and said, Happy Friday, Hake. Well, man, happy belated Friday to you, Gregatron. Can you do me a favor? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, I am triple remiss. Triple remiss. Ask William from California, my caller, where is my mind? With the attitude. Uh, way out in the water, sent swimming. How he feels about Pam Greer. I'm sure he knows her. She played a Foxy Brown in the 70s and Jackie Brown in the 90s. I thought she was stunning. She's black. Nice, Gregatron. I'll have to ask him tomorrow or next time he calls. Pam Greer. Greer? It sounds like it should be Greer because I feel like I've heard that name before. But maybe I'm confusing. G-R-I-E-R. Pam. Well, thank you, Gregatron. And many apologies to you as well as to Evil Is Still Real who wrote... Hake did not watch that 70s show. This was yesterday, right? Because I didn't watch that. You know the one with Danny Masterson who's accused of R-wording, aping, which sounds bad when you say that, but R-wording some gals way back in the early 2000s or so, and then he's sentenced to like 30 years? (sighs) (sighs) Railroaded. I mean, I don't know. I did not watch that 70s show. He was watching Sweating to the Oldies, whatever that is. Maybe I'd have to disavow that, probably. On VHS with his mom until his late 30s. (laughs) You don't know me. Evil is still real. But thank you, man. Uh, Hake says evil is still real with another rumble rant. Even Liberace, which I think is Liberace, Elton John, and Richard Simons, or Simmons, I think, thought that that song... Yesterday? America. Do you think this world is yours? Huh? Canada. Yeah, yeah. You ever think this world is yours? Because there's no other one except God who owns this earth. That's with uh, William Onyebor. World Psychedelic Classics, Volume 5. Love is a real thing from 1978 originally. <laughs> that even Liberace, Elton John and Richard Simmons I think thought that song was too G-worded. A. E. You have almost no viewers left to your show. Stop with not morally straight cr- bad stuff. No not morally straight callers, no more not morally straight music, he says. And interestingly, Evil is Still Real likes the group or the one-man band OK with Marty Anderson. And I played one of those songs for you, for you man. And for me, I love that. I love OK music, too. too. And I've, I'm going to get back to him. 
So you think it's the music? I know that when I play music, according to Lord Bibby42, I lose viewers by the second. Like, lose viewers. Uh, but I like it so much, man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but thank you, Evil is Still Real. Appreciate your input. It's great. And there were other supers that came in today. Uh, spoiler alert says, yesterday you had, a, you had wondered whether Lori Wilson, California State Representative, gender-affirming bill, forcing the parents to affirm the child's mis- gender misidentity or, or else lose the child. So evil, right? And especially in custody battles. But probably going to take the kids away from the two parents who are just Christians or else just normal people who don't support this LGBT mess. I wondered whether this black, bald woman, Lori Wilson, sort of heavy set, you know? And shout out to the heavy set, also known as fat people, has any children herself, and she does. She and her husband, she has a husband, huh? Have two quote unquote sons, one of whom is actually their daughter. And he shares a headline, first California lawmaker uh, with an out trans child wants the state to draw a line in the sand, wants the state to take away the children from the fathers. Mostly it's fathers who don't go along with this mess, but mothers don't either sometimes. Sensible ones, slightly more sensible. And uh, wow, crazy. Thank you for the heads up on that, spoiler alert. Not only is he my chief mod... He is also a great researcher for Hake. Thank you, man. Terrible. Carver bought a coffee. Shout out to based Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Thank you, man. I remember watching her in Charlie's Angels. Never saw it. Was that the remake or one of the remakes? Co-starring with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, that's got to be a remake. Whom also was also in Shrek. Cameron Diaz. I always thought Cameron Diaz was mildly attractive. (laughs) Except now she has, like, plastic surgery face and lips, which I don't... At least in my imagination, I picture that on her. Terrible. Just age gracefully. Even if it's... You're more ugly now. It's okay. It's all right. Ugly natural is preferable, in my opinion, to plastic surgery face for the most part. Plastic surgery has its place for, like, burn victims, stuff like that. Yeah. (sighs) Base America First bought a coffee. Thank you, Carver. Have you noticed people who say that it's possible to confiscate 400 million legal firearms also say it's impossible to deport 20 million illegal immigrants? Salir al sur. To, to exit out to the south. Get out of here. We don't like your kind around here. We like you. And we like your tacos. Tacos, they call them. Ta- I'm spitting a little bit. Tacos. Whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it. No, no. He, uh, he said that he liked her in Charlie's Angels. And I'm, I added in that I never saw it. My bag, I confused by reading the Super Chat and inserting my own commentary in the middle of the Super Chat, interrupting the Super Chat. My bag. Is it my bad or my bag? Yeah, great point, though, Base America First. And maybe it's 30 million, or maybe it's even more than that, but yeah. 
Pause on liking their tacos, Hake. This is a child-friendly show. Oh! I'll get you next time, madman. Mr. Madman. I found out that he has long hair. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay, thank you, uh, Super Chatters. Let me just double-check over on uh, DLive, Coffee Talk with Sandra. I need to get back with you. Says she obviously didn't forgive her mama. Mad. E-O-G, edging out God. She needs to forgive mama, says Coffee Talk with Sandra. Are you referring to that uh, Drew Barrymore gal? Just double check over on Rumble. Okay, I think we're all clear. Appreciate you guys. My favorite caller is on the line. I gotta get to her. Maze in the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio. is on the line. Maze, how are you doing? Hello, James. How are you today? Fine, thank you. How about you? I'm marvelous as always. Nice. Using my brain. Cool. When I have two sides, a left and a right. Right on. Right eye. Some people don't have that knowledge. But uh, that music you just played sounds like Fresh Benson. Fresh Prince of Bel Air music, and somebody put Jesus in it. Uh, I think it predate. It might predate Will Smith. Fresh Prince. That's what it sounds like. I think Pre- Fresh Prince sounds like uh, Stephen Wiley. Well, how, about, how about that? Who's been here the longest? Stephen Wiley. Really? I think so. I could be wrong. Let's see. Then Fresh you Prince. don't know. So when you find out, let me know. Okay. So now let's get back to the to the one that don't have a one sided brain. That we won't have a discussion now. We hear Jesse talk about black people all day. We want to hear you talk about black people all day, but uh, what they do, we know what our people do, but he don't know what people that don't look like him do. Because on the evening news, that's all you see. And with this Republican Party, that's all you see. Who, black people doing crime. I was slightly dis- you all going to show us what y'all do. I was so slightly, we, I was slightly dis- so those that can't see. Hold on, Maze, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. Because I, I zoned out. I tuned you out because I was searching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and I found mm-hmm. that it started in 1990, and that's the same year that Stephen Wiley came out with uh, Rhythm and Poetry, and so I say Stephen Wiley, and he had an album before that called Wrap It Up, and maybe an album before that called uh, Bible Break, and an ap- album before that called Rapping for Jesus, or at least singles or EPs. And so Stephen Wiley's older and better than Fresh Prince. I didn't say older and better. <laughs> See, you did some research, and yeah. you found out who did it first, right? That's how we find out. That's how we know there's the difference between the two. Some people can't think like that. They always feel like, well, they're going to call in and talk about black people. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> it sounds stupid. Whoa. <laughs> like, we slow, that we won't have a conversation. We want to change the conversation. Y'all talk about black people enough for us to not even have to say anything about black people. But say that again? Crimes that you all do. Who, Me? I would love. What I, would crimes, love what? I would love for William to come on and tell us some of the crimes that he knows that people don't look like him does. He can't. Sure he could. Sure he could. Even the news don't bring him stuff like that every day. He surely, surely could, but you know but he won't. But he, but it's not the. What's what's your point about that? My point is that to let you know that you got a brain on both sides. You got two eyes. You got one on the left and the right one. Uh huh. Yes. So you should both even at the scale to see what everybody is doing, and they could be doing the same thing. But I do. I talk- I'm not talking about you. I'm talking oh. about him. Oh, okay. He's oh, a, he oh, wants okay. to be black. He says he's black. I don't believe it. But, uh, but you, don't believe, about- you don't believe that he's black? You never find nothing good that they're doing. I don't really want to... Never around them. Maze, it's interesting. I... I don't want to start a war between callers and... I don't know. And- well, I'm just... Well, he, he, he wanted to... He wanted, he wanted to somebody to call in 
Oh, you know? yeah, he kind of does that, huh? Black people, I know black people do wrong, but uh, he don't know that Caucasian people do wrong. Yeah, Asian he does. Do Hispanics do wrong. He knows that? So Come on. pointed at black people. He knows that? You're just assuming well, he that he it. doesn't know that. He don't. Why do you say that? Why does he? Prove why do you me. say he doesn't? Prove it to me. Prove it to you. Everything he come on and talk about is black people. Every human being on earth knows that every race has people who do wrong in it. Thank you, James. You said it. Right. But we don't see it. So those that don't see it, they, they don't know it exists. Oh, but, but isn't that wise? It's better not to show it. No, it's not wise. It's to show everybody's crime. If you showed everybody's crime, everybody be looking at each other like, well, we all need to do something about this. Not just one group of people. <laughs> I run on campaign I know, but, on, the, on but the black thing is out of control. You right. gotta admit that. Out of control? What do you mean out of control? Tell me, well, t- explain that to me, how they're out of control. They're way out of proportion. Uh, how? Meaning, like, a, a lot of people are do have crime that's too high, right? But blacks have especially way, way, way too high. Really? Yeah. That's what you tell me. Yeah, you don't know that? And I'm supposed to believe it. No, I don't. You don't believe it, but... Why do what makes them have high crime? You're older than me. Even the news? What makes them have high crime? Yes. Satan, uh, messed up families, not really? taking res- not taking responsibility, blaming imaginary racism which doesn't even exist, all kinds of things, all the benefits and and welfare, spoiling stuff, all these things <laughs> contribute to uh, an environment in which they become spoiled and think that they deserve stuff that they don't, and feel justified in being angry. No other no other race is encouraged to be angry as much as blacks by the evil culture. Oh, really? The evil culture encourages women and gays and blacks to be angry, and those are the three, some of the three wor- nastiest people sometimes. Why they not up there? Why they and not everybody's up- nasty, but when you're encouraged to be... Why black people not trying to overthrow the government? They are. They're, they're just not. weak. Well, no, and I don't understand I don't know. They're, you- they're not sensible like that. They're into, like, overthrowing their why own uh, communities. Black people for free. Huh? Why do you think all black? Why do you think black people are the only people? Who oh, get because they're spoiled by the government. They don't want to overthrow really? their spoiling masters. I think you better take a look at that. Yeah, no, I no, they're spoiled by the government. Because if you look at, we'll start right at the Congress. How many black people you see up there compared to the Caucasian? That's, irrele- that's irrelevant. But that's irrelevant to the fa- that's irrelevant to the fact that they're spoiled. They're making bills and rules, making laws and stuff. So don't tell me about no black people getting no welfare. And then some of them don't want to leave. They want to stay there for a lot of time. I didn't... S- just because other people get yeah, welfare... We'll go with them. And those those people are spoiled, too. Not what you can hear and think. Those people are spoiled... To answer your question, Mace, those people are spoiled by the government, too. The government so-called workers, the government so-called representatives, the government so-called politicians, and uh, the other people who are on welfare and stuff, and the women... You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, well, let's look at the Congress. But then those are those are also people who don't want to overthrow the evil government. They're making the laws and all these. But but your point is irrelevant to the fact that blacks are spoiled by the government. Really? Yeah. Just because other people are spoiled too doesn't mean the blacks aren't spoiled. And then if you look at January sixth, those were some angry people. But y'all won't even acknowledge that it was. Yeah, they did. That's the first thing that JLP and Hake said was that they were angry and they walked into a trap. So were they poor people or rich people? Mixture of both, maybe. Really? Yeah. There are some poor, some so-called poor people, and some much better off. Anytime I hear them, they all stuck together. I always tell them, the Democrats got this and the Democrats got this. And then you look at the Republican Party, they only got nobody with Tim Scott. And then you look the at black the Black Rhino, you mean? And if you look at the Senate, how many black people there that's getting welfare? What's your point? I'm asking you. 
you're talking about welfare, and, 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 and these are the people that are telling you to. I know, but you're bringing up one. You're bringing up. You. You're bringing up one wrong to pretend that the other wrong doesn't no, no, exist. I think you should work and earn everything you get. Right. Don't nobody need to get government funding. I agree with you. Yeah, we should defund Congress and the FBI and the DOJ and the IRS, maybe. Yes, and uh, all those things. I agree yeah, with you. But you always talk about welfare and handouts and all of this. That's not, and all this stuff these I, people I rarely put. bring up welfare. What Clarence Thomas got? All those perks he got. Huh? All the perks Clarence Thomas and his wife got. It was two people together. Eh? They got all of this together. As Clarence the Mexicans, was, as the Mexicans say after they get punched. One and one black. Eh? Working together, getting government funding. Yeah, that's wrong too. Yeah, I so agree. When we know when we get to spouting out how much black people get free and what other people, everybody else don't get, and a handout. I think you're wrong, buddy. You're putting me to sleep, Maze, and you're normally supposed to be entertaining. I'm not entertaining. I'm just telling you how I feel and how I think, and I'm seeing how you think, too, and why you think black people are getting handouts and welfare and all of this And stuff. they are, and so are the people whom you mentioned. Excuse me? Yes, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. why, don't, why are you focusing on just one group of people? I'm not. That's your, you're just sensitive. I'm, I'm talking you're about just sensitive politics. on behalf of the blacks. You're a mama. Are you a politics. mama? What? Are you a mama? Am I what? A mother. Yes, I am a mother. Yeah, see, you're mama to the, to the blacks. Just like when I talk about uh, the women, some of the women are all sensitive in mama to the women. They think I talk about women 24-7. And some of the well, gays... The that you sit there and talked about, uh, what was the point? Huh? Oh, what was, the... what was my point about Drew Barrymore? Yes. She's based... What? She's based, but she's fake innocent, and there's a bunch of various points that I wanted to touch on. She she excites me. <laughs> oh, she excites you. That's what it is. It's nice <laughs> but not like that. Not I like that. Know what you got a crush on her? No, I didn't have a crush. I mean, okay, she's mildly attractive, but I just mainly just think she's so fake cute, and it's funny, and it's uh, somewhat entertaining. And you enjoy her, and you want everybody to else to enjoy it with you. But yeah, I mean, I like talking about. Uh, I, I like talking both. Uh, Negatively and positively about her. But I keep asking you, James. Yeah. People will spoil, and and some people say like, we want to go back to where it was. If you go back to where it was and start this whole earth over again, mm-hmm. I ask you, where would you be? In your imagination, because there is no going back to anywhere. There's only if going. If you're born again, you had to do something to be born again. You had to die and come back. I just born again. Stuff. <laughs> She's <laughs> single. Funny to me. She's a mother. Again. She's right divorced. Quick. She's not single. Must have been born again and came back at the devil. Because I don't see nothing godly about them or nothing godly that they do. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're saying. I'm it's because I love that neighbor as thyself, and uh, y'all don't do that. <laughs> uh, do you love your neighbor as yourself? I do. How about do you love uh, my callers who talk mess about you as yourself? I don't hate them. It's just like I told Jesse. I don't hate him either because something won't let me. Nice. Evidently. Right on. Do you, do, you, do you do JLP's silent prayer maze? No, I do not. That's not a prayer. I tell you, that's not a prayer. But do you do it? No, for what? For fun. When I do, when I do yoga, yoga, I uh, meditate. Uh, do you do it for Take fun? Take your mask somewhere else. I told and, you, you know, for fun. But that's huh? I told you for fun, which that's what you could do it for. For fun. Yeah. <laughs> See what it's about. See if it maybe helps. And you want me to tell you what? When I, you want me to tell you about it when I do it for fun? You could call JLP show and talk about it. That'd be fun. No, I'll talk to you about it. All right, sure. You want to do that? You were asking me the question. Yeah. I just wanted to see what was inside your mind to make you feel the way you do. Right. About black people. But you don't know how I feel about black people. I mean, you just told me. They they, they look for handouts. 
They don't have to look very hard. They get them. Because if they had contracts like everybody else got them, and they had own you, stations like everybody else got Oh, them, did you see about those black kids? I said, yeah, the black kids. I said, so what, what, little, what about little kids? The heck? There were some bad little kids. Yeah. You know, what? Yeah. And probably they're with their mothers pretending like they're selling chocolates. They could be foster kids. Uh, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I knew, maybe they have this born again stuff. I don't get it. In order for you to be born again, you got to die and come back. And nobody died and came back but one person. Jesus? And everybody else used that same scenario. And then and it needs to just cut. Because there is no Christian. Lockwood is not a Christian either. <laughs> Bill Lockwood. <laughs> now she's going out of the hatred that he got within him. <laughs> hatred? Yes, I'm so? glad he left the public school and went on to a private school somewhere to get away from them so those kids won't have to deal with something like him. What? The, you mean the so juvenile, was not treating them right. juvenile detention center? You don't know how he was treating them? I, yeah, right. I saw firsthand mm-hmm. he was treating them quite well. I wish, you could go in there. I wish you could go to that place and do an interview. JLP t- did interview them about their no, mothers. Really? About, about mm-hmm. their mothers. Yeah, their mothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anger. So the next time you think about welfare and handouts, think about your Congress and look at and see how many people up there get free stuff. I'm against that too. You, know, I talk mess about Congress I'm quite a bit. The one that's doing it. Whatever. The percentage you have, and that's that represents America. They represent people in areas that they're not representing. Everybody not get, getting good representation. But that's the, that's what they deserve. I don't need I don't need certain people to be represent represent me. Nice. And then if you look at that party that y'all wagga 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 all the time, only one, Tim Scott. He's lame. He's the worst. In that party. He's so Why evil. Why don't y'all gather some old people that make it look like look like the country? Like because we don't have to. It's America. We get, get to do what we want. We don't have to make it look like the all country. All children get a row. The country's and trash. Come and it's getting near. The country's trash. What? No, the country's people. Yes, people yes. are trashy made people. Of all different type of people. But y'all don't realize that. Oh, okay. So you agree with my the song that I played yesterday? You ever think the world is yours? I thought yes, of you when I played that song. You sound better white, than that one. White man, you ever think the world is yours? It's like I like I said. God didn't give this world to you all, and, and you black it man gave it to everybody to share. And uh, some people want to be greeted and hold it all for themselves. Yep, Maze. I'm getting tired. Oh, I am too. And it's time for me to go. And you have a good one. You too, Nate. Nice. Mays in Dayton, Ohio. Tim Scott is a rhino indeed. Not to be confused with a based real Tim Scott in my chat. Speaking of uh, complaining people, poor Jimmy Fallon. He works with betas. (laughs) CNN. Oh, no, the far-left females that the skim reported on Friday last week, the 8th, Jimmy Fallon got smeared for being stressed. Yesterday, more than a dozen, yesterday meaning Thursday, right? Last Thursday. More than a dozen current and former employees speaking their truths before he's dead. (laughs) Hat tip to Drew Barrymore. Uh, accused him of creating a toxic, liberal word, work environment, according to a far-left extremist fake news outlet. They had that fake Me Too, a rape on campus. Rolling Stone report. Report. 
hearsay. Jimmy Fallon has, well, this kind of sounds true, acted erratically. Could be. He seems sort of erratic on his show. Jimmy Fallon, you know, the late night show host. He has the darker hair, brown hair, dark brown hair. He acts kind of wild. He dressed up like a woman and danced with Michelle Obama one time. He's like a little bit more likable than Jimmy Kimmel, in my opinion. Uh, He has acted erratically, snapped at crew members like, I snap it, Hassan. Get on! Show that! Whatever. (laughs) Uh, By the way, we have Joel Friday coming up. Joel Friday TV. And belittled staffers out of frustration. You stink! (laughs) Couldn't you imagine Jimmy Fallon saying that? (laughs) Uh, Employees say they often signaled to each other when Jimmy Fallon was, quote, not having a good day, unquote. Seven, seven. Probably because he hired women and not morally straight people. Former employees said working on the show impacted their mental health. Not Christians. They don't sound very Christian. It's not Christian to gossip and back, backbite, backstab, and talk crap about your employer. Don't say that word, kids. And to the media, that people often joke they were about wanting to kill themselves. Oh, that's not funny. My bag. NBC defended the program and said we, they've investigated and taken action where appropriate. Call the police on Jimmy Fallon. Call the fire department on Jimmy Fallon. I'm hearing, if you were listening closely, you might have heard some sirens because I leave this studio door open. Very unprofessional, Hake. Uh, following, following the report, Jimmy Fallon apologized to staffers. So they opened their big evil mouths, and he's apologizing? No, sorry, Bob. He, no, sorry, Bob. Apologized to staffers in a Zoom call for having embarrassed you and your family and your friends. What? How did he embarrass their family and their friends? What, did he do it in front of their family and friends? Like, belittle them? You're pathetic, he says. Like, I belittle some of my chat. As he put it, I feel so bad I can't even tell you, he said. Aww. He's the one who's, I mean, maybe there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Because see, they talked about him. They're embarrassing, trying to embarrass him. So, anyway, that's that. A uh, little side note, guys. The VMAs are today. The far left females at the skim report today, Tuesday, 12th, September. Where women are making history tonight's MTV. VMAs, Video Music Awards, right? MTV. Far left, sloppy, extremist, kiss up, not morally straight MTV. Used to be kind of cool, I guess, even though it was degenerate. Now it's even lame and ugly and, and degenerate. Even more. Timbaland, Haddish... And Billy, Por- Billy Porter, oh, that's that guy who dresses in a dress black. I think, right? Tiffany Haddish, whatever. Black woman who's not that funny. Well, my opinion. Are you going to be tuning in, Hassan? 
VMAs. Hassan, cash wow Hassan, tomorrow, after Hake. Are you going to be tuning in? <laughs> I'm not. Nice. Based. But I do like MTV Awards. Right on. Yeah. And it is nostalgic, but... Taylor Swift, uh, Beyonce, Beyonce, Doja Cat, whoever that is, Nicki Minaj, Carol G, whoever that is, and Shakira are contenders for the prize. That's cool. We wish you guys well. Nelly Furtado, hey! Is that a dude or a woman? I think it's a woman. It's in New Jersey, wow. Hosted by Nicki Minaj. Anyway, that's enough of that. That's from far-left extremist outlet AP. Oh, they're going to celebrate 50 years of hip-hop. Will Stephen Wiley be there? If not, I'm not tuning in. (laughs) DMC, Doug E. Fresh, Grandmaster Flash, going to get a rash. And the Furious Five, LL Cool J, Minaj, will join forces. 8 Eastern. 5 Pacific Daylight Time, I guess, Tuesday. Or wait, 8 Pacific Daylight Time, too? Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Women making history. Please. Okay, I want to read some Hake Chat stuff. I liked... Oh, some of you guys were talking about Drew Barrymore because I mentioned her in Hake News, too. I was all excited about it. Uh, Papa... Shout out to base Drew Barrymore in Carver. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Thanks for the coffee. Tony so, Tony's Oprano said, Drew flew over the cuckoo's next when she hit the wall. And that's a reference to women uh, losing their uh, youthful beauty attractiveness. Whatever, man. I, maybe so. Hake, SMH, Red Dirt Farm, has triple face palm emojis. Uh, I think Drew Barrymore has always been a nutter, meaning nutcase, I think, says Skunky X. The words Drew Barrymore and based just don't go together, says Tony's Oprano. Yeah, I wonder how many viewers I lost referencing, I mean, uh, reading that whole spiel, that segment. Bonkers is more fitting for Drew Barrymore, says Skunky X. She, has a, she had a terrible mama, he says. Wow, you knew, or she. I don't know if Skunky X is a she, maybe. Uh... Wow, yeah, so you knew that, huh? Old Man Vic says, Drew Barrymore burned her house just for fun. Is that true? Or do you just mean like she divorced? I don't know. When she was married to this nutcase guy, Green something, can't remember. That might be Adam Green, whom Hassan referenced. A comedian person, I guess. Drew Barrymore shows trash, says Terry Strange. She ain't no bass, says Jose Dez. I like Drew. She's cute. Says, I want to go fast. Uh, Potleaf over on JLP's D-Live said that Drew Barrymore worshipped Dylan Mulvaney. Ah, Don't tell me that. Ah, Maybe she had to do that just to have her show. But that doesn't make it right. (sighs) I don't know if that's true. That's according to this person. Potleaf. And this person's name is Potleaf, so take it with a grain of salt. I can't believe anyone watches that tramp, says Anne We the North. The strike is pointless, says Terry Strange. I agree about that union strike. 
She's going broke. That's why I says Jose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> la, la, la. The Drew Barrymore report says Mr. Pink. Hey, nice to hear your call on the JLP show, Mr. Pink. I don't know if he's tuned into here. Hey, you going to spend two hours on Drew? <laughs> I thought Drew was a man, says Falcone. Did Hake's writers go on strike too? <laughs> Maybe I should strike against my own show and then still be a scab for my own show. Drew Basket Case Barrymore. She was H-word ot when she was going with the guest jeans model. She was a guest jeans model? Ugh. Ugh. Hard to believe Drew is H-word ot at any time. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's your chats about that from Hake News. I like to read the chats after Hake News sometimes when I can. <sighs> anyway, let me get to a call here, guys, or two. You can call in one 888 Once again, Joel Friday TV on YouTube right after Hake today, okay? Wow, Hassan right after Hake tomorrow, Wednesday. John in Kentucky is on the line. Kentucky John. How are you doing, man? I'm all right, man. Uh, two questions. Okay. I want to ask Jesse's favorite question. What's wrong with the blacks? <laughs> I want to get your take on that. What's wrong with the blacks? They are, they are in a fallen state. They are angry and encouraged to be angry and encouraged to look at other people's supposed evil and not their own. And it's so, it's, it sabotages their own lives so badly. All right, same question for the whites. What's wrong with the whites? They are in a fallen state. Uh, They're encouraged to have fear, which is the same thing as anger, and it's pathetic. Ugh, makes me want to spit. So would it not be the same uh, answer, though? Yeah, it's it's the same answer at root. At the root, the root issue is the same. All right, so why you spend so much time talking about us here? I like it. Maybe I don't spend as much time as you think. But uh, blacks are more entertaining and whites are more amusing. Mm. In my what? opinion. Huh? That didn't, that didn't make sense. <laughs> Entertain- I mean, that's pretty much the same thing. Entertainment <laughs> and amusing, that's the same thing. I know, but whites and blacks are not exactly the same in, in their uh, phenotype <laughs> and culture. Uh, but... You get my point, though, right? Like, you spend, let's say, 90%, I say 90, 95% talking about blacks and other 5% talking about whites. Like, it just don't balance out. 13, it's like you're saying, we're, 1390. We're the problem of everything. Like, like we, like I don't get it. That's how you think that I think, is that blacks are the problem of, ev- yeah. of everything. I mean, because I, I have a... If not, you would talk about uh, your, your people the same, like 50%. You, you would just, you wouldn't point us out like that. But it's my, it's my, of, you, you well know that it's my show. I can do it with it as I please. I, mean, uh, I don't care about your show, man. And then it's, and then it's also, I have a black audience and I have a white audience and I have a Hispanic audience and a lot, and Asians a little bit. And I like to, and, uh, women and, and men, boys and girls, <laughs> children. And I like to talk about everybody. I do talk about everybody. Man, but I do like to talk play. about the blacks a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I don't get that. And I heard y'all saying something about hate listening. 
that's what I do. I hate listening, man. Do you? I hate to listen because <laughs> right. uh, it's just, I just can't get drawn into y'all's, the way y'all think, man. It's like, no, I understand that. Y'all, y'all think I'm crazy and people like me are crazy, but... Not entirely crazy. We don't have to think like y'all. No, you don't. So, but, I mean, I mean, there's certain things about you that I think is just off, but it's understandable, I suppose, that... that for example, we you know, the black opinions. Hebrew Israelite thing. But, we all got opinions. Right. Yep. So, uh, nice. I think, I, I think y'all are off, too. Man, I got one more question for you. Oh, yeah. Though. All right. Uh, all right. And you're not going to be able to answer it, but I'll ask it anyway. Okay. So, you're a Christian, right? Yeah. Where did this brand of Christianity start? This brand of Christianity about... About anger and forgiveness and quiet prayer and uh, yeah, looking at yourself. But all the bullcrap, yeah. It's not all bogus speech because you yourself believe in responsibility and uh, not being not being into well, anger and forgiveness. I'm not exactly, I'm not exactly pinpointed on responsibility. I'm talking about all the wild stuff y'all teaching y'all's church. Like it's just no other church out there like it. It's just... It's y'all's philosophy. It's like-minded people getting together and, you know, giving each other a pat on the back. It's just, to me, it's like bullcrap church. Like, it's no other church out there like y'all. But, I don't know how big y'all are. I wish I could find out. But, but all the, I, all, all the other churches are bogus speech, too. You know, a lot of them are, but they're yeah. all the same type. Right. They're all the same type bogus. Y'all yeah. are different. Right. Y'all are different. Yep, true. Y'all are like, y'all are like Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, man. Y'all Westboro, are, y'all are like that. Not true, because Westboro yeah. is pushes mess and wishes evil on people and says God hates the f ag- ag- word agates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we don't like, say that. Y'all Sorry. are wild like that, though. Wild in that we're off the beaten path and and uh, different. Unique, different from the rest in a certain way. And I mean, y'all and then, wish that y'all could get more people to believe like y'all, but it ain't gonna happen. I don't know I think if we all wish y'all that. have the same. I think all y'all have the same personality type, and y'all, you know, y'all heard Jesse, and y'all, y'all got hooked on him, and y'all give him the utmost. And why do you think that is? And, yeah, why do you think that, that is that we uh, heard his message and got into it and uh, and agree with it? I think it's because of the way y'all grew up, man. Like y'all, y'all do have anger deep down. It's like your background. You say you were sheltered, uh-huh. and you, you you have anger towards somebody on on how you was raised and everything. So when you heard Jesse, something clicked with what he said, and like you're stuck. You, you can't see it any other way. <laughs> and I think every, not for real. So you agree with Jesse? Else, says Nick. No. Good point. No. No, I don't agree with Jesse. But you said I have anger towards something in my family, so something clicked, something rang true about it. Well, you asked me a question. You asked me a question, I gave you the answer. You just gave me the same answer that JLP gave me about about me. (laughs) Oh, so you do have, so you still have anger. I didn't say that I still do or don't. It's it's irrelevant to uh, why I I first hooked in with JLP's message and the truth and uh, the real Christian... It rings true to what the Bible says if you really listen. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But just just because something he said, uh, you know, rings true to you, 
doesn't mean everything that he preaches to y'all is true. It just got you hooked, and now you're like force-fed all that stuff, and you make <laughs> it work in your brain. You know what I mean? It, it, I understand like you, what you're saying, yeah. It's like you twist it around and be like, oh, okay, I, I can see that. I, yeah, I can see that. And then it becomes set in stone in your brain, and it's no changing it. That's the way I see it. And that goes for everybody that comes uh, but you don't in there really, to y'all's church. But, but you don't really know us. Do you know your... But you're speculating. No, you're y'all. somewhat speculating, you're, and you may ha- yeah, you may man. be on to something. But do you know yourself dude, like the way a, that you th- that you think that you know us, dude? I'm like a, a natural psychologist when it comes to this stuff. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. see you being kind of like that I'm among your friends. I'm a Pisces, man. I have oh, like no, this don't. bit of uh, yeah, I this bit of psychic Pisces. ability, man. You're bringing up astrology, and you're a black <laughs> Hebrew Israelite, man. <laughs> Two. I spit yeah. a grown man talking about Pisces. Are you trolling me with that Pisces no. talk? No, but I'm a Pisces man. I, I believe in a, char- a character and a personality traits and stuff. From these different signs? Yeah, I mean, I do. That's interesting, man. A lot of younger people do. Like, you're uh, just a slight bit younger than, than I am, late 30s, right? Yeah, man. You're, That's old. Funny. you're old, right? Yeah, I'm 42 and hey. a half. I got. I got to get up out of here, man. All right, good to hear from you, out. man. Take care. Uh, yeah. Bye, John in Kentucky, Kentucky John, <laughs> a natural psychologist. Uh, the devil's astrology. That was amusing when he brought up. Almost even entertaining, but that was sort of amusing when he brought up. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Cancer. I'm a Cancer to society. Is the joke that I say. <laughs> Callers a flat earther. No, I, you think so? I don't. I, I don't know if I asked him that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Black Hebrew is like B H I. He doesn't say black though. Okay, evil Joe Biden. Last little uh, segment here. Evil Joe makes a thinly veiled, I'm calling it, reference in my dirty mind. Oh, you guys might freeze up my thing if you open up the new Wirecast thing. My, my audio will go off kilter. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Joel Friday is coming up after Hake, okay? From Hake News today, I read on this quote from Commie Nonsense Network, CNN. Today, Tuesday, the 12th. Quote, this is about, this was on September 11th. Terrorism. This is Sleepy Joe Biden including political and ideological violence. Not Islamic so-called violence is the opposite of what we stand for as a nation, said so-called President Sleepy Joe Biden delivering a speech on Monday, yesterday, to U.S. so-called service members on the 22nd anniversary of September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks when the Muslims flew into the building, allegedly. Somebody definitely flew into the building. I believe it was the Saudis or whatever, the Muslims, mostly Saudis. The president called on Americans, so-called Americans, to protect our democracy. It's not a democracy, I said in Hake News. And, quote, not succumb to the poisonous politics. At least he didn't say toxic, right? Poisonous. Politics of difference and division. Guilty! Joe Biden, you're all about the difference in division. An unrelenting stream of non-white stock coming into America. Immigrants. 
white European stock like me will become an absolute minority. I quote him all the time as saying, during the Obama administration. And that's not a bad thing. It's a source of our strength. Talking about difference and division. Diversity is division. It's evil. What a dumb, evil statement. And so he made a thinly veiled reference to right-wing terrorism. January 6th, mostly peaceful, misguided patriots who were, as Mays and JLP and Hake admitted, they were angry, and so they did a riot, and a riot is the language of the unheard, as evil MLK once said, because he's a communist, maybe. He's, I don't know, he's dead. Uh, thinly veiled reference to the Trump supporters, right? And the right, so-called right-wingers. Well, that reminds me of, side note, thinly veiled references, Asmodore, my recent guest on the Hake Report, I've been a guest on his show, The Crypto Report, TKR Official, Telegram. I saw this from a month or so ago. The far-left extremist Guardian, foreign outlet, by the way, UK. Normally the British were our brothers, but they're foreigners. Look up a rigor Trump little screenshot thing. Rigor thump Trump... This is the headline from The Guardian from the 16th of August, 2023 A.D. Donald Trump, The Guardian, support us. Trump attacks Georgia prosecutor, that evil woman, Fanny, 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 Willis or whatever her name is. Georgia prosecutor with thinly veiled reference to the N-word, writes the editor for Ed Pilkington in New York. Fanny Willis. F-A-N-I, Willis, who is black, and they capitalized the B in the word black to kiss up to the blacks ever since Georgia, Florida. Facing racist abuse after the ex-president, our greatest, complains on Truth Social about treatment from election riggers. (laughs) And I disavow that term. It was totally on the up and up. Fonnie Willis, Fulton County, which is to say Atlanta, black. (laughs) Speaking of uh, Kentucky John's complaint that I talk about the blacks all the time in Mays who's prosecuting Donald J. Trump, our greatest president, and 18 other so-called allies, and they also want to prosecute... Who's that guy? Uh, Lindsey Graham, (laughs) Rhino, a couple of others. Kelly Loeffler, I think, Loeffler, Loeffler. Over... So that would be 1920 and maybe 21 with another guy. Efforts to overturn the 2020 election on the up-and-up, most secure in history, facing a flurry of racist online abuse after our greatest president, former president attacked his opponents using the word riggers, a thinly veiled play on the N-word. Yeah, right. Trump isn't thinking that. (laughs) I didn't know anyone other than silly, goofy Al Sharpton thought that, that there was a reference, because I saw a clip of Al Sharpton. I haven't played it. But uh, isn't that amusing? Yes, I love riggers. I love naggers, people who annoy you. Naggers. (laughs) But I don't, there was a nagger about the riggers on the American Anchor Baby. <laughs> There's any, is there anything worse than naggers nagging about riggers? <laughs> Rigging? <laughs> that was funny. Hopefully I don't get strike or whatever. <laughs> but I just liked using the term thinly veiled because 
when they were talking about the Muslim terrorists, alleged Muslim terrorists, right? He talked about January January six thin thinly veiled reference to January sixers. Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Callers, I cannot get to you. I appreciate you calling in and hanging in there. Uh, call me tomorrow. I'll try to get right back to you. Um, super chatters. Hopefully I've gotten to all the super chats. But I got to uh, play some beautiful music. More rap music. Oh, lordy. Um, but it's also punk rock, sort of. So this is Left Out. I'm back on Left Out, guys. Christian punk. And get ready to catch Joel Friday TV right after Hake. This track is entitled Oh God. O H, new word, G O D. And it is Christian, even though it may not sound very Christian. Left out from the 1999 album For the Working Class. Adios, America. Bye. <laughs> so. Try to crush it, try to shoot through the flashes, and then I give it to the flower.